0: Welcome to the Shelf Wormers podcast, the show about toys, why we like them, our connections to the figures, and their importance to bigger topics. I'm Tamblin, and today I'm taking over the Shelf Wormers podcast to talk about the 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman.
1: Before we begin, by way of introduction, I'm Darby Harn, the author of the novels Ever the Hero and A Country of Eternal Light. I'm a senior writer for Screen Rant and a contributor for Star Wars News Net. I am also part of the Movie News Network podcast, talking all things movies, TV, and pop culture. I collect comic books, Star Wars toys, and things I really should not be buying.
2: (laughs) And I'm Sugu, your co-host. I work in IT and education, and I'm also passionate about writing and story. You can find some of my travel writings on allaboutjapan.com, where I've written various articles about my life and perspectives in Japan. I collect mostly Transformers, but I've recently started collecting Marvel Legends figures and diecast cars, such as Hot Wheels. Since living in Japan, I've developed an interest in tabletop gaming, so I also have a wide collection of board games.
1: All right, folks. So to celebrate uh, Wonder Woman Day, which is this year is the 80th anniversary of the creation of Wonder Woman. Uh, October 21st, 1941, uh, was the first issue of Wonder Woman number one, which is insane. Uh, so we thought we'd talk about it. Cause we're all big Wonder Woman fans. Uh, Suga and I definitely, and then we. Decided to have a nice big conversation about Wonder Woman, the comics, the toys, everything involved, and we're bringing back our special guest, Tamlin. How are we doing, Tamlin?
0: I'm fine. How
1: are you? Doing good. No
2: conversation with about Wonder Woman would be complete without Tamlin.
1: No. Our resident
2: fan.
1: Yeah, so we've done an episode in the past with Tamlin about um, Wonder Woman toys. And I actually sadly missed that one. I wasn't uh, available for that. So I didn't get a chance to talk about Linda Carter. But we're going to today. So that's exciting. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about all things Wonder Woman. And I thought since um, last time you guys kind of talked about, Tamlin, your sort of um, your focus on Wonder Woman collecting. I was just kind of curious. Maybe there's a way to start off and, and the whole scope of Wonder Woman. You've been a fan your whole life. I know I have been since the moment I saw Linda. We're going to talk about that. Um, what is there, is your passion for Wonder Woman, does it go beyond the toys? Is there like to the comics, uh, anything like that? Books? I know there's been some novels recently that I've seen.
0: Yes, there's been quite a few novels. I've actually purchased quite a few in within the last 30 days. I actually oh, wow. have one that's coming, hopefully before the 21st. Um, but cool. recently, I think this arrived this week. I purchased Wonder Woman, The Way of the Amazon. Um, it just gives more like a brief overview of the Amazon, some of their historical artifacts in relations to the Greek gods and goddesses. So that was a really interesting book.
1: OK, that's cool. I've not seen this one. So this is like a sort of a encyclopedia, maybe something like that.
0: The Amazon artifacts And it.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. This came out. I believe this came out last year or earlier this year. Not one hundred percent sure.
1: That's cool. So this is pretty. I've not seen this at all. So I I have to look at this. We got Diana on the cover, and then her mom, and then I think Nubia and Artemis.
0: Yeah. Uh, It just breaks down some of mm -hmm. famous Amazons defenses some of the weapons oh cool uh, the bracelet so it's a nice little
1: yeah
0: three and i love how they talk about aries it made me laugh so much
1: <laughs> <laughs> really why is that
0: um it was written aries god of war corrupter of honor scourge of valor enabler of the most brutal faults of masculinity oh wow that made me laugh (laughs) i was like well okay that is a good description of him
1: yeah you can't really argue with it (laughs) no you couldn't
0: argue (laughs) it was so this was a really interesting book um
1: that's cool yeah yeah, i enjoyed it check that out i've i've always been fascinated by the sort of wonder woman slash amazonian lore but oh look at this so yeah we got nubia there and um, Dana Troy, cool.
0: Dana Troy. Troy. Well, in this Anti-P. version,
1: um,
0: Nubia is not her twin sister. She's another okay. Amazon. So this follows yeah, they, the more Earth 52 um, yeah, origin story. Yeah, they keep story. changing
1: this around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Earth 52 origin story where she's the daughter of Zeus. I prefer her more. Mystic origins, rather than Zeus is her father. Because for real, Zeus has enough kids.
1: There's a lot of kids uh, with Zeus. Um, I one of my thing I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. I have been since I saw the show. So I was really young when the show started. The show was seventy-seven or seventy-eight. So I was maybe three or four. And but I could never get into the comics. And and she her she has never had a great run in the comics. Um, like. She doesn't have like you think of someone like Batman who has a, all these sort of classic sort of storylines associated with him. She really doesn't. Uh, I would disagree. And, okay. As all a right. matter
0: of fact, this is another book that I just recently Uh-oh. purchased. No, Can't <laughs> prepared.
1: I, did. I didn't realize there would be materials. Well,
0: because this one just came. This one came out um, within a month or so, maybe a little bit earlier in America, but in Japan, okay. this only came out recently. So it's the Celebrate the Comics History of Wonder Woman. So 80 years of some of her Mm. really, like her most famous comic books. So I haven't had a chance to finish reading this. Okay. Yeah. So it has some interesting stories. For example, I really like introducing Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman Comes to America. Those are probably two of my favorite comic stories that features Wonder Woman of all time. And they also are generally the first ones of her comic book career. Um, Now also, a couple of years ago, I purchased the 75th anniversary comic book of Wonder Woman. And in that book, I really enjoyed the story that introduces Nubia, because once again, I'm a twin, they're twins. So I really enjoyed reading how Nubia and Wonder Woman, how they first meet And how their relationship goes on from there and how Wonder Woman will later on know that that's her sister. Oh, and how about you? Which ones do you like?
1: So my favorite Wonder Woman comic run is the George Perez run in 86, 87. What's your favorite?
0: Oh, gosh. So many. I do like George Perez. I think he's in this book.
1: Oh, yeah, he'll be in there. That's uh, Jim Lee on the cover. Jim Lee, Wonder Woman.
0: Um, But I will say overhand, I I have a hard time remembering which writer wrote which story. (laughs) It gets a little confusing sometimes. Yeah, I can understand that. Because it's so many writers. Like like some of my favorite stories, um, they've included The Adventures of Wonder Woman when she was a teenager. I enjoyed that one. The Cheetah Return, so we have Etta Candy in there. We have Cheetah escaping and getting into mischief, for lack of a better word. We have The Silver Swan, which I really like her character. I don't know why, but these are some of the stories and characters that I've re- I've returned to since I was a young girl all the way into my adulthood.
1: I'm sort of dying to know, like her earliest adventures are so gonzo so she was um, she was created as people probably are aware by William Moulton Marston in 1941 who was a clinical psychologist yes it's not really not really a comic book creator and we owe it to his wife who is also a psychologist uh, Elizabeth I think her name was um, that who was the one who suggested that Wonder Woman should be a woman as opposed to just another dude and uh, but Marston had all these ideas about sort of psychology and sort of feminine. He had a lot of ideas. Let's put it that way. That So her early adventures were a lot of her trying to rehabilitate other women who were bad. Mm-hmm. And it was, they were in retrospect, they're sort of odd. They're definitely unique for the day. They might be unique in comic books, really.
0: I would like to add one quick thought to that, Darby. I will say um, on Paradise Island that the the female who were captured by Wonder Woman, they would wear these girdles. And once they learned the ways of Aphrodite, they were, the girdles were removed and they no longer wanted to commit crimes because the Amazons felt that people could be changed. Sort of unlike the American prison system, which does not do a good job of fixing the problems, The Amazons actually tried to fix the problems that some of these female criminals had.
1: That's cool. So um, her earlier adventures are kind of there was one particular one. I remember it might have been Wonder Woman 10, Wonder Woman 12, where she fights the International Milk Company who are doing a conspiracy to get to poison the milk in America. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's
0: had some she's had some weird um, adventures. I will say that. But then again, what superhero hasn't had some unusual yeah. storylines?
1: Eighty years, you're gonna you're gonna have some uh, interesting stuff go down. But, um, but she's always been there. She was hugely popular from the beginning, and then she has been more or less at the center of the DC universe uh, really ever since. So she was part of the original founding member of the Justice League, and she has yes. pretty much stayed there. Uh, with some exceptions for ever since 1960 so um so she's she's a huge she's part of the trinity as it's called superman batman and wonder woman and then now finally as, as you guys kind of talked about in your pod um she's finally getting the recognition in sort of other media live action in particular um yes, so, so that's fantastic
0: forward, yeah i'm looking forward to the wonder woman 3 movie
1: so, there was a small tease about that today. So, we had a lot of great DC stuff today at DC fandom. The Batman trailer is probably the biggest one. It wasn't yes. a lot of Wonder Woman because that's a little bit uh, down the road, but there was a little tease. Uh, and Linda Carter, evidently going to be returning for Wonder Woman
0: 3. So I did that's hear exciting. that. Yeah. I heard that in my um, Wonder Woman collectors group on Facebook. Oh, right that on. was mentioned. And I was like, I was so excited. Because I love Linda Carter. And like when I see, because there's a DC event, well, it's in Japan now, but right now it's in Mm -hmm. Tokyo. But next in December, it'll be in Osaka. Okay. So I was like, oh my God, what if Linda Carter just happens to be there on the day that I'm there? So we could totally (laughs) speak or at least exist in the same room and I would be content. (laughs) Like she doesn't have to like look at me but just knowing that i'm in the same room breathing the same air that she's breathing that would make my day
1: oh wow um i would uh I, i would probably hyperventilate or something if i met linda carter even today at my advanced age i think she she made an impression on young darby let's say um, that was very profound. And then, um, she is sort of the prototypical, uh, vision of, um, sort of superheroes because she was, I'm fairly certain the first one I ever saw, let I remember.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so her show and the incredible Hulk show, um, were ar- on at around the same time. And I remember both, but I remember her in particular. I remember actually what I think is the first time I saw it. I was, it was, I saw it, uh, the TV show, and I just remember being just absolutely fascinated. Even though, in retrospect, the show itself wasn't very good, she was just this absolute icon. You couldn't take your eyes off of her. Not just because she was gorgeous, but she was just fascinating in that role. And um, she sort of—I'm so glad that they brought her back for the movies, and that they're apparently going to do more than just a cameo because she is a really good actress, mm-hmm. and she—they can do interesting things with her character. Um, that was sort of set up in Wonder Woman uh, 1984. So I'm really curious about that because her character is is an Amazonian who's been out in the world for thousands and thousands of years. So she's got, I think, a different perspective than Diana. I think how that's going to play out. So I hope so anyway. Um, I think that'd be really cool.
0: It almost died when um, she was (laughs) in the movie. I almost died and was like, oh, my God, that's Linda Carter. And I was like, Tamlin, do not make a scene because they will put you out of the movie theater. So I had to contain Mm -hmm. it. But I was like, oh, my God, she's in a Wonder Woman movie. I was
1: like, oh, my God. I was
0: so excited.
1: It was very exciting. I knew it was her. The minute they did the whole backstory with the armor. and Yeah, and they showed it. "That's, That's That's her. I was like, that's Linda. Watch. And it's like, it was. Um. So that's very cool. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Wonder Woman 3, which I kind of, I think there's been some, Patty uh, Jenkins is working on a Star Wars movie, actually, Rogue Squadron, and I was thinking she was going to do Wonder Woman before that. It doesn't seem like it now, which is a little bit of a bummer. So, um, but we'll see, though. A lot of stuff going on on that front, but... So the comic books, yeah, before I get too far away. So the comic book's in there. So it's covering basically the whole thing, sort of from beginning to current.
0: From 1941 all the way up to
1: yeah.
0: January, February 2021. So it's a lot yeah. in here. So I yeah. was
2: surprised. And real quickly, I was going to say the George
1: Perez stories yeah. in, in this book are The Fugitive Kind and Power Play right on so this yeah that would have been 86 87-ish, yeah, 87 ish and 87 and
2: 91
1: yeah and he he took over so P- crisis on infinite earths resets uh, dc continuity scrubs her basically original story and then he comes in and then he drafts what is the new storyline changes it's changed several times since so it doesn't really matter at this point but I think that's the storyline where Nubia's backstory has changed too. Um, yeah, with, heard... uh, in regards to Diana, yeah.
0: Yeah, her backstory has changed quite a bit, in that now Jason is Wonder Woman's um, twin instead of Nubia.
1: Yeah, I said uh, the current stuff. I don't. I, I the I cannot get into it. With I just can't get into the current stuff with Wonder Woman. I scratch my head. They sort of. I have the same feeling with her that I do with some characters in X-Men on the Marvel side where I feel like they just can't pull the trigger and they do these weird things. And you're like, you know, I I think everybody reacted the same to the Jason thing. I was like, what?
0: I was like, are they triplets? I was like, what? (laughs) I was so confused. Because I I prefer Nubia as her twin sister for several reasons. One, I'm black. And right. two, I'm a twin, so be honest. So I like the idea of her yeah. having a black twin sister. Oh, and I mm-hmm. do have the Nubia graphic novel. I don't know. Did you read that?
1: Is this the new one or this is an older one?
0: This came out within the last year. By... Okay,
1: not yeah, I haven't read that one.
0: It, it was intense. It wasn't yeah. what I was expecting, but I was like, oh, my God, this is really good.
1: That's see. cool. I'm really intrigued by this sort of the new series uh, that they're doing that's going to sort of focus on her. I really like Yara Floor. Um, that's been fun. I've been reading that. And uh, that's much better. Uh, Joel Jones. I think I have that right. Maybe I don't. I'm sorry. Um, has been doing the writing and the art, which is just fantastic. And, but the mainline Diana, Diana's gone through some stuff, uh, in the, in the books, and now she's sort of on this sort of, she's basically a god, which she was a god before, but now she's a legit god. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of all over the place. But yeah, I, I, uh, not a fan of the current comics, but, um, I was kind of keep hoping for her to get really a big sort of seminal run, I think, in the way that, um, other characters have had in recent years i know and i know people have their favorites i know a lot of people like the new 52 i know some people didn't i know people you know everybody has their favorite like i said george perez probably my favorite but yeah i i just keep i just i hope she she sort of piles up some interesting stories here in the comics or even just the movies or tv shows i have a feeling there's going to be a lot more with her and just the whole world um you know going forward because they're doing all these spinoffs for the movies and everything, so there's just going to be endless Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is kind of the only thing that works for DC right now in the live action. That'll change with Batman, I think, but um, the, the, the other stuff doesn't work.
0: I'm waiting for a Nubia
1: movie. Mm-hmm.
0: I would yeah. love it if she would appear in the next Wonder Woman movie. I'm yeah, waiting for a nubia in the movie like I do want to read her comic Nubia and the Amazons but mm-hmm. haven't gotten it yet but I will
1: yeah I would to check that out um because I've like I said I've enjoyed Yara floor so I'll check out Nubia and see uh how that goes um yeah I think Nubia I think going to be very like, I would um, say that.
0: I think one of the reasons the Nubia real one really worked because it, it's taken on current events that was that's going on. So a lot of people would be able to relate to what's Nubia and her friends are going through because it mirrors what teenagers are going through minus COVID. I do wish they had more Linda Carter toys out. <laughs> I do yeah. wish they had more. Because from the TV series, she had so many iconic outfits that I would love to own, and either as a statue or an action figure, or so many great choices.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even she, she years, does. Yeah. They never made an Astoria uh, action figure.
0: No, they didn't. And that would have made a lot of money because everyone would have bought it because we love Linda Carter. So I'm still hopeful that. They, yeah that is in production that it will come out because the mafex golden armor wonder woman is coming out what next year so,
1: yeah i pre-order that one
0: so i still don't have hope
1: yeah i think they'll do it but i wonder if the reason that they've been waiting to do it is because she is going to be in the next movie and they she's going to be sort of a feature so like you know rather than sort of um sort of have a feature you know sort of put out a figure that they want to make a centerpiece for the next movie but i don't know i that would be an easy figure that for them to sell you know like they'd be they'd take the diana figure they have now and just really do a new head but there's actually something um that is i think bodes well for wonder woman for linda carter um McFarlane toys just started doing this line of the batman 1966 show the adam west show
0: mm-hmm. oh okay and
1: out of nowhere and these are not actually the seven inch sort of figures they've been doing these are actually in six inch scale which is another sort of mystifying they look incredible they're not as tricked out as legends but the the sculpts are incredible they're they're extremely accurate they've done batman robin and joker and and I was thinking they, the next obvious logical step is Wonder Woman and then maybe Christopher Reeve's Superman. So I hope so. That'd be really cool. Um, I mean, I'm always looking for a Christopher Reeve's Superman.
2: I find too many of uh, the Superman figures just dour and snyder Yeah. It's
1: Snyder-ish. <laughs> We've dunked on Snyder. We should put another coin in the jar for every time we dunk on Snyder. But uh, we dunk on Snyder so much on the pod. But do have to credit him for he did cast Gal Gadot, um, uh, Mm -hmm. which he, yep. And which that was, yeah, that was very uh, insightful of him to the point that Patty Jenkins tells the story where she was going to make the solo Wonder Woman movie. And this is a track, a train going down a different track. And then Zack Snyder cast Wonder Woman for Batman uh, versus Superman. And she was so upset that she didn't get to cast her Wonder Woman that she considered quitting, like walking away from the picture. But then she met Gal Gadot and she saw the dailies and she's like, oh, now we're good. It's going to be fine. It's no worries. But that's really interesting. She didn't say what she was thinking in terms of who she might've casted, but clearly it was not Gal Gadot. So, uh, that was, that I just think it's really interesting. And now they're like best buds. Like they're doing this Cleopatra movie together, um, after Wonder Woman three, I think. So that's pretty cool. Gal Gadot is going
2: to play Cleopatra. Yeah. I have an
0: issue with that.
1: That doesn't sound. So, so there are, there are issues.
0: (laughs) Major issues.
1: (laughs) Major issues. (laughs) Um, But, uh, that is, that is something that they're doing. Um, but, um, but yeah, so yeah, Zack Snyder, kudos for casting her. She's, she's fantastic actress. I think she is really perfect for Wonder Woman and she's, both the movies have been really good. Um, and then she's been the best part of the other DC movies that she's been in. Those Justice League movies, like whatever, dude, like whatever, but we have entire episodes on those, so. (laughs) <laughs> right so real
2: quickly before i forget there's one thing that I, I wanted to point out kind of dc gone wrong or going down the wrong path of in terms of wonder woman Uh-oh. is um apparently dk is publishing a couple uh dc encyclopedias the this year i think okay and mm-hmm. one of them okay it's fine it's the dc comics encyclopedia it's fine but the other one took Wonder Woman out of the Trinity.
0: Yeah. Really? On the cover is Superman, Batman, Harley Quinn. Uh oh. And then below that you have Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and The Joker. So just based on the cover, I will not buy that book. <laughs> like that Uh-oh. that was disrespectful.
2: It's a it's
1: it's a pretty bad cover.
2: It's it's not
0: yeah. a good cover. It's, it's uh,
1: it, Sugu and I did a whole episode about Harley, and I, I've uh, i uh, talked in depth about my my uh, love for Harley. Um, she is uh, she's kind of up there. It's not a trinity, but if there was a sort of uh, quadruple, there a quartet, she would be part of it at this point. Um, yeah, but, I used but... To think it's
0: really disrespectful on her Wonder Woman's anniversary year to have like Harley Quinn in her space. That's because that's they wouldn't do that to Superman or Batman. They wouldn't put Aquaman no. in place of Batman. No, they would not. <laughs> so why is it okay to put Harley Quinn in place of Wonder Woman?
1: Is is You said Wonder Woman is on the cover?
0: Yeah, she's below it in, um, next to the Joker. I uh, got okay. a
1: picture up here. I can show you. Yeah, okay.
0: Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and the Joker.
1: Okay. Oh, and the Joker. So you got a lot of Batman going on. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird looking it's a weird looking book. The I'm okay. not a fan of the cover. So, yeah, I won't buy it. I had I was going to buy oh, it and I, I saw see. the cover. I'm like, no, I'm good on this.
1: So, I see what the problem is. Yeah, so they the yeah, the the grouping here. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh <laughs> this is I've not seen this or heard about this, but this would inspire some controversy, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, this Harley's popularity right? is insane but this is clearly cashing in on that but w- Wonder Woman is super popular and she's Wonder Woman so plus she's part of the trinity like we said
2: Wonder Woman is beyond popular now it's just like a known entity
1: so Harley Quinn
2: you still have to explain to some people like who don't know who don't follow comics at all that's a good you still point have to
0: explain, yeah.
2: right but yeah. Wonder Woman. I mean,
0: you know her name.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just Wonder Woman. She's she's true icon. Harley is not quite there. She's getting there, but you know, Harley is um is uh, she doesn't have the bat symbol, the Superman symbol, Diana's sort of bracelets, uh, the star. It doesn't take much to explain Harley. A little bit of explanation, but that's so interesting yeah this is clearly uh this is clearly aimed at a younger audience who sort of thinks of these characters differently than us that's
0: i just find this Mm. extremely insulting
1: Mm. well that's she doesn't plus she doesn't diana doesn't work down here with the joker like that's you know (laughs) it's like that's not that's not cool like you know the
0: joker like no so, no, she would so just
1: punch him, and it'd be 80 years of Batman stories would be over.
0: Yeah, so like this cover makes no sense whatsoever. I'm not sure what they were going for. Because the thing is, I was actually telling Sugu that I wanted a, a book that can explain all the multiverses and what's going on. Because it's so confusing. Yeah.
1: Sugu, can you show me the back of the book? I think it's one of the images on the side there. Uh, there it is it's What's right like you, just passed, oh, you just this passed you just passed this one yeah yeah, yeah. i just curious i want to see i can recognize a few of them but so this is even more disrespectful we got some back cover action going on here so we got flash and green Lantern and aquaman have been assigned to the back yeah along with dark side and poison ivy and is that yeah. cheetah, cheetah on top okay yeah.
0: this is just a weird front and back cover like yeah, i'm yeah. not sure What the thought process was, but it makes no sense how they have the cover.
1: It's so DC is to me is always so interesting. I feel like they have the most iconic characters of all time. They do. You, I mean, Batman is Batman. You cannot beat it. Superman, my God, he he's he is he's the original superhero. Diana, Joker, Catwoman. I could go on and on. And I feel I feel like they struggle to like get the most basic stuff. You know, I feel like they struggle to sell their own people. I really do. Like in the way that Marvel never has. See this one's more sort of reflective, right? So we got the good guys on top, and I think all villain yeah, all villains on the bottom, but Yeah. Um
0: See, this cover makes sense. The ultimate the DC ultimate character guide. This this cover makes sense. You have your Trinity, Shazam, Aquaman on the top. So that okay.
2: Even this one. It has them facing, like, in a way, their nemeses. And you still yeah. got Wonder Woman in there.
1: Yeah, so this is classic Alex Ross here. So we got the train, another Alex Ross here on the encyclopedia. Uh, yeah. And it's just, look at it. It's just perfect. It's like classic.
2: Yeah. Like all mm-hmm. of these have Wonder Woman more or less front and center, right? In terms of the yeah. whole page. Yeah. But. You know i have to say like it's not this isn't the first time wonder woman's been insulted i mean <laughs>
0: dc has a long history of insulting wonder woman yes. but they're quick to and, say and... oh but well, she's a part of our trinity but you don't give her the same respect as batman or superman
1: yeah i uh she does not wonder woman does not get the respect of the other characters and she's sort of she's been part of the trinity she's been part of dc comics from the beginning but and yeah, how long did
2: it take for them to make a Wonder Woman solo movie after, uh, let's see, the Christopher Nolan movies, after Spider-Man, after uh, even the MCU got started? How long did it take for, for such an iconic character?
1: There had been attempts, but yeah, absolutely. And, and some, I think some of these attempts are best left where they were. One of them, the most famous one maybe, was Joss Whedon in the early 2000s had written a Wonder Woman movie which the script is now available online if you ever want to stay up all night with nightmares read that <laughs> Go- google that that's this that would have been not successful uh yeah there have been attempts but yeah she just wasn't she wasn't a priority and i think the um it's it's so interesting now with mcu because everything is superheroes now but like the success of the superman movies and the success certainly of the batman movies did not breed other immediately did not breed other movies certainly with wonder woman there was no one to sort of chomping at the bit to get to wonder woman in that sequence after that and which is weird because they'd had the series the the linda carter series the series was relatively successful and um
0: people are yeah. That's what yes, it boils down to—good old-fashioned sexism. <laughs> yeah, because, I, I, yeah, how many times ahead. will they say, "Oh, well, we will do a, a women, a woman-centered movie, but we're not sure if it'll make money." But well, you have produced some garbage movies with male leads. But well, if you do yes. one movie based around a woman that doesn't do so well, oh, no more movies about women
1: absolutely i and the great thing now is that that's all changed it's and wonder woman is the big one the wonder woman movie the first one i think is going to go down in film history as having one of the biggest impacts on that front because that movie was gigantic and that directly changed the mcu strategy on these movies relative to captain marvel and the black widow movie and on and on we're going to see that here you know going forward quite a bit and it wasn't until the success of that movie that they bought into that, which is sad. But it, that's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've got the Harley Quinn movie and Harley Quinn related stuff. We're going to have a lot more female centric stuff in the MCU. DC, I don't know. Like we're not see you know, in the movies, we're not seeing it yet. Uh, other female led stuff. I know I take that back. We're getting a Batgirl movie. And, and there's the something Supergirl else.
0: Is coming in Flash, and she's going to get her own solo movie.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe yeah, I take that back. So there's going to be some stuff. Um, so that's good. It's that's exciting. Catch up, man. Oh well, sure. I mean, it's it's better that they're doing. You know, it's better than that the, them not doing it at all. But I, uh, you know, I, I it is it is a shame. It took so long.
0: I don't know. Like so many others before me, I have hope. That things will get better.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I hope they don't get any worse. So (laughs) I'm hoping we go forward and not backward.
1: Yeah, (laughs) me too. I take it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all about moving forward. I think Wonder Woman is great that way. And then, and you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, sort of questions about relatability, but she is aspirational. And I think the more Wonder Woman you have in popular culture, the better it is, and the more characters like her. Um, you know, that provide a, um, even if she's sort of, you know, she's this godlike figure, she's this Olympian figure, it's, she's still, you know, a, people can, not just girls, women, uh, but everybody can look up to her and, you know, maybe we don't need to have these conversations that we're having. Sometimes it feels like that's these repetitive, boring conversations we've been having about men and women for, since the beginning of time.
0: But we haven't had a lot of change, so we need to continue having the conversations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's the that's the biggest thing, and I, I think uh, the, you know Wonder Woman's a good vehicle for that. Um, her whole story is because she she comes from a society that's all women, um, but um, you know, and so and it's a positive depiction for the most part uh, with the Amaz- the Amazons and her you know her family, her mother, you know things like that, and so if they want to keep doing that. it will be good, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping that they will make um, more statues or toys or more items from the Wonder Woman family. So that's what I'm hoping for because I said I was not going to change my Wonder Woman display until December. Mm-hmm. I lied. I lied. Oh. I've been changing that display constantly for the last yeah. three weeks. It was nice. like, Ooh, cause I've been um, buying new items. So I've been switching them out. Like I have the, um, the Cryptozoic DC bombshells and the black and white sketch. So I was like, ooh, let me display you next to the metallic version of you. And so I have them on the same shelf with the Cryptozoic Linda Carter, the one with the cape variant and the one without the cape. So I'm like, ooh, two different versions of Wonder Woman. So I've been changing my displays constantly. I said I wouldn't, but I keep ordering stuff.
1: I'm very weak. did you, uh, did Nubia go on the display? She is,
0: uh, she is displayed. She is yeah. up near the, um, <laughs> she, so I have like the invisible Wonder Woman. I have, I have my pops displayed separately. So there it's the, the one, the pop rise with Wonder Woman in the invisible jet with different versions of Wonder Woman. Then I have Nubia right there. Nice. Right there in the, near the front. She's near the the tip of the invisible jet in that silver she's right there so i can see her when i wake up in the morning
1: <laughs> that's awesome did yes. you did you did you open her did you take her out of the box or she's still in the box
0: okay, i actually opened up my pops oh, okay i opened them up um with this one um like i said you sent you sent me one and yeah. there's this store i go to and they just randomly had one. Oh, so really Yes. So yours, when you bought for me, I have it still in the box, wrapped up in the top of my closet. So that one I'll keep in the box. I'll I'll never open that one. So I went and bought another one because she was randomly there about her and about two other um, Wonder Woman Pops. And I displayed them.
1: Okay. That's cool that they had it, though.
0: I was surprised because I I walked in there to get something else. And I was like, ooh. I was like oh I need a basket so I was like this but since they know me they're just like oh just put it on the counter and I'm just like okay yeah but yours is because you that's the only pop that I will not open the rest of them I open but yours the one you bought me it will stay in a box in perfect condition
1: oh nice that's cool I'm I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you found another one too, because that that that's cool. Um, it was cool too. I I remember, you know, you you were looking for it, and then I just happened. I would just went online to the Funko website uh, that day, and it was in stock. So I was like, oh wow, okay, I, you know. So I just bought it, and uh, that was cool. Um, and she is really cool. She's a great figure. She's sort of her classic comic book from sort of 70s 80s, the Silver Armor. Yes. Um, and she's pretty she's pretty awesome so did you of um i didn't i thought about it and actually in retrospect i probably should have because I, I actually ended up uh really liking the figure once it showed up and um you know i don't i'm not a big yeah i'm not a big uh pop person though so i just, I just generally avoid the pops but um very cool um yeah, and, th- and that's really cool. And hopefully there's a lot more of Nubia in sort of terms of that, that, you know, just pops or figures or stuff like that. I got to believe there will be. Um, I think so, too. Yeah, for sure. So all of us um, are
2: that Nubia is almost definitely going to be in the new movie.
0: That's the rumors I keep hearing. Okay, I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. I might have started one of those rumors myself. <laughs> no. I might have. And... I was like, it makes sense that she's in the next Wonder Woman movie. I said, it makes sense. And he told me, stop telling yourself that because if she's not in the movie, you're going to be upset. So just stop telling yourself that. So I was like, okay, but then I joined the group and they're saying the same thing. So I'm like, see, Mm -hmm. I'm not the only person thinking this, so I must be right.
1: Yeah, I don't. We shouldn't be surprised to see her. Uh, if not Wonder Woman three, then there may be something else uh, that is coming also. Uh, that maybe she's in. Um, but something
2: else like what?
1: I don't know. It'd be something in addition to Wonder Woman three. Okay. So. But I think for sure she's going to show up. I think One Hundred and One with Three makes a ton of sense because I think if from the vibe I get, we're going to deal pretty heavily with the Amazons again. Yeah. So so that would make a ton of sense to go back if they go back to the mascara, to revisit her and or revisit the island, I should say, and then we meet her, and um, and yeah. So I know for sure she's going to appear in some form, and then depending on Gal Gadot's plans if she intends to keep playing diana or maybe she's not she wants to sort of um take a powder after number three and depending on what they're going to do with the rest of the future the dceu i think their nubia probably makes a ton of sense to as sort of a you know a successor uh wonder woman um if they decide to do that the way that they're doing that in the mcu you know some characters are sort of being Um, So, you know, like Sam took over for Captain America and Yelena is going to take over for Widow. If they do that in the D.C. side, then I think Nubia makes a ton of sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I've been saying. People should listen
1: to me. Yeah, they should. Yeah. So I'm optimistic about Nubia and I think that'd be cool. It'd be cool to see. A lot of those sort of characters again, uh, you know. There's so many characters from Wonder Woman lore that are from, that are Themysciran that it'd be really interesting for them to explore. And so, um, it's it, I think it's a matter of how they sort of approach it. You know, uh, what the story is for the next movie. I get this feeling that this 1984 maybe is there's it's not going to be a, like a direct sequel. I think they're kind of move they're moving on. I think from some of that stuff. So. I think so. Yeah, I don't think it would didn't go over maybe as well as they wanted it to. But, um, yeah, we'll. I'm 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 excited about it. I I love the whole deal. So
0: yes, Um, and I'm saving my money so I can buy new Wonder Woman and Nubia and Wonder Woman family items. So I'm saving up now.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, uh, I haven't seen all the stuff. I know they, they announce stuff all the time, but there, yeah, there was a, actually, I just saw, might have been a couple days ago, there's like a Wonder Woman, a Galgado statue, uh, Iron Studios or something like that, in her, in the Golden Armor yes. from 1984. That's amazing. Oh my God. Like, that was really, yeah. that's cool.
0: Iron Studios, they make really good items. I have a few of their um, mini co products. So I have the Wonder Woman and the Golden Armor, the Wonder Woman comic. So I have four of them and I also have a few Justice, Justice League members. Oh, cool. So hmm. I really like the Iron Studios um, statues.
2: And I pre-ordered the Mafex Wonder Woman in golden, statue, or golden Armor. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, do you know Mafex? They're like a competitor to S.H. Fig Arts.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know Mayflex. I, uh, I McFarlane did the Golden Armor here, yeah. And I just didn't get it because it was like it's that huge. It, it's a good figure, but it's the seven inch thing, and I'm not about it. But um, I would I love for them to it. do a regular one. Yeah.
0: I actually have the um, the McFarlane with the Golden Armor. I have that mm-hmm. one and the SH Figure Arts. I have quite. I love the Golden Armor, so I have. I love, I love it. I love it. I even have an old school golden armor by Eagle Moss. So with the skirt. Oh, nice. Yes.
1: There's a DC Direct did the kingdom. So the, the golden armor is based on the Alex Ross Kingdom Come armor that she wears in the final battle. And DC Direct back in the late 90s, early 2000s did a figure of that. That is kind of interesting. I think it was early 2000s. Oh wow, this is a million times better than the McFarlane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Mapex yeah. and the SH figure arts are better than the McFarlane's. But I do like the McFarlane's. Like I have like I I didn't pre-order this one.
1: And uh, this figure is, yeah, right. is a six-inch?
2: Yeah, this is a six-inch figure. Um it's the it scales with the SH figure arts mm-hmm. and the SH figure arts are six inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the sh figure arts golden armor, uh, Wonder Woman is incredible. That wingspan
1: is huge. Yes, on the oh, SH look at that. Arts. that was another drawback on McFarlane. Was that, um, the wings don't, or do they, Tamlin? Do they articulate?
0: I don't know because, like I said, I don't really pose them because, um, sure, I'm not good at posing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so, no worries, yeah. But, yeah, nah. but, but the now wings are.
0: Yeah, the, but her wings are expanded with the McFarlane one. They yeah. are expanded.
2: They're expanded on both your yes. SH Figure Arts and McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the SH Figure Arts has a huge wingspan. Yeah, it's
0: a bigger wingspan. And the wings, you can do more.
2: Yeah.
0: Now that I pose them like that, because my posing skills are, are lacking, <laughs> Like I would I give myself know. an F for posing action figures. <laughs>
1: I don't. I'm not. A, I don't do a ton of the poses either. Actually, they all sort of basically doing the same thing, which is like ah, I know. But um, <laughs> this this is like this is um, they get the texture and the color grade on this costume that McFarland did. not So like on her I, on her upper legs there, that's sort of the darker bronze. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's totally on it. That's, yeah, man. that is the reason I was
2: like, you know what? I'm pre-ordering yeah. this one.
1: Jeez, that level of detail is mm-hmm. incredible. This is uh that's fantastic figure that's fantastic it looks just like her too,
2: and I love mm-hmm. the detail of the the leather strap on her gauntlets,
1: yeah, oh look at that, yeah, that's rid that i uh, yeah i I would probably buy this figure because i love I love this armor and this is my favorite sort of the Wonder Woman the live action costume so far, and um the McFarlane one just didn't land for me, yeah um. Very cool, and they did this. They do this great thing with the segmented plate too. Like they really kind of you can see in the legs. like that, and then in the upper torso where you can see that overlay, um, which oh, yeah. with, the, with the eagle, which is completely indistinguishable on the McFarland figure. And um, like
0: the Mayfax in the figure, I think it did a really good job. Yeah. But I will admit I am biased because I do love the golden armor, and so I have several different versions. I have the Kees Poskets of the golden armor. I have, um, I don't remember the, I don't remember, it's a Japanese company. What's it called? Ryu?
2: That one that was, uh, that you bought several extra of. Yes. Right. (laughs) I bought
0: the same one like three times. I bought one for me and then I bought, um, I had two friends who like Wonder Woman. So I just bought them for the, uh, I I put out their entire stock. They had three left and I was just like, I'll just take this and I'll take this.
2: Figure out who to give it to later
0: <laughs> yeah so i was like hey went shopping do you want a wonder woman action figure in the golden armor they were like yes please i was like okay here you go
1: awesome yeah that that's cool um yeah i'm a huge fan of this too i, I would probably i could probably be talked into buying that one uh, Ooh, Mayfix new podcast one. episode should you buy it <laughs> yeah there you go for sure <laughs>
0: The answer is yes, though. I mean, no. so that's the only answer.
1: I have, um, I, I did buy the Mattel Mattel did a Wonder Woman from the first Wonder Woman movie that I bought, which is okay. It's not great, um, but those were sort of the last Mattel figures that they did, <laughs> and they were they were just okay. And the McFarlane ones have been good, not great, but um, they're decent. Yeah, they're decent. Um, but I would totally, if they do McFarland. if they do do the Linda Carter, I would totally buy that. And I would buy whatever ones they did. And you were talking earlier, Tamlin, about her different costumes. She had some great ones, including I think the most infamous one maybe is the blue bathing suit. Which I, love, I <laughs> love
0: that one. That is yeah. one of my favorites. I love it. I, I, wish I they, loved it too. I wish they would make something out of that
1: it would sell because people would be like, what on earth? Like, you know, it's so seventies, it's gloriously seventies, you know, it, it, people would buy it. Yeah.
0: Like I'm running to the stores, like elbowing, like little kids and people out the way. <laughs> I feel bad, but not bad enough to stop. But I would do that to own that figure.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be cool. And there, there's some other ones too. I want to say there was sort of a motorcycle outfit. Yes. If I remember right. It yeah. It was a motorcycle outfit. Um, that would be cool, um, but yeah, any Linda Carter would be great. Um,
0: she had a ton of great outfits. I have one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I th- was it DC Direct or something like that did one.
0: The one with so the, the P- cape, with the cape, yeah. was super cheap. I love the figure; it's a good likeness of her. But that cape mm-hmm. is super cheap. I didn't even yeah. put the cape on her. <laughs> and there was a tweeter head that just came out. So they were there are a few Linda Carter that look a lot like her they're really good but hmm. you would think there would be more
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah I, I and especially you know recently in the last few years as there's been all this interest in wonder woman again yeah maybe we'll kind of leave it there for celebrating wonder woman uh any final thoughts guys on wonder woman 80th anniversary
0: well I'm literally going to go broke (laughs) when I go to the Art of D.C., the Dawn of Superheroes exhibit um, in December. So I'm hoping that they will have some really good Wonder Woman items. I know they'll have an entire Wonder Woman section and some items will only be you could only buy in Japan. So I'm curious to see what the items will be. And so. I don't know. I'm really excited for the 80th anniversary because it is a lot easier to find Wonder Woman items mm-hmm. now. Like there are several, actually, it's quite a few books and encyclopedias that are out or are coming out. So I think for an anniversary year, minus that one disrespectful book cover, it's been a good year for <laughs> Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, for sure. I think so. And yeah, I, I'm excited, too. Hopefully will be a lot more stuff. Uh, I, know, I know there will be in the future. Uh, for Wonder Woman, but uh, yeah, I hope there, there's a 80th anniversary comic book, sort of yes. a big sort of anthology that I'm looking forward to. I'd mm-hmm. like to get, and then um, yeah, see what else happens. But yeah,
0: yeah. there are a few. I want to get that one. Um, the The new DC Encyclopedia. I want to purchase. I want to get Nubia and the Amazons, and I'm behind on Yara, so I need to get some comics on her. So I just need to basically just spend the next several paychecks just buying wonder woman stuff so i can yeah. catch up on comics, encyclopedias, action figures, statues, you name it, i need it. Yeah,
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, i'm i'm just going to say this. We already know that high level DC and Warner Brother execs are listening to this podcast, so yes. just yes. uh yes. you know, green light the Linda Carter figures that have been on the drawing board. Green light all that stuff and just get it out there.
1: Yeah, do all that, and then also let us know what you are doing for Wonder Woman 3. Um, we'll have notes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, you
1: can put us in the editing room.
2: That's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll do an uncredited cameo. I'm okay with the uncredited cameo. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. You don't have to use my name. Like, <laughs> black yeah, woman no, with glasses. No. That works.
1: I got a Gogado okay. can be struggle me with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever it takes to get me on a walk-in row.
1: That'll do it for today, folks. Thanks again for joining us. Once again, I'm Darby Harn, and you can find more information about me and my books at my website, Darbyharn.com. I'm also on Twitter at DarbyHarn. Sugu, how can they find out more about us in the podcast?
2: You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can reach us at our email address, shelfwarmers at gmail.com. Send us feedback about the show, your thoughts, opinions, recommendations, and insights on our perspectives. We're always happy to hear from you, our audience, and we'd love to share your opinions on our next show. Again, that's shelfwarmers at gmail.com. And if email isn't your thing, we're also on Twitter. You can reach us at shelfwarmers. Give us a holler. We have new episodes every Friday. As always, remember to stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and get vaccinated when you can. Stick around to listen to a free clip of more content from us. Subscribe today and you can hear the rest of the following and more. Bye-bye.
0: this is Wonder Woman's 80th anniversary, I am excited because there are a lot of interesting books, items, and events to go to. Now as you know, I currently live in Japan, so sometimes it can be difficult to find certain Wonder Woman or even pop culture items, but I'm super excited because in December The Art of DC, The Dawn of Superheroes, will be in my city. And this works out because my birthday is in December. So for my birthday, I will be going to this exhibit to look at the Wonder Woman section. And they have items that you can only buy in Japan. So now this event, it's it's been to Tokyo already, but I don't live in Tokyo and it's a little bit too far to go. But since it's coming to my city, I can go. I'm excited. I do hope they have um, some new statues or action figures that I can purchase for my collection because I am always on the hunt for the perfect Wonder Woman statue, action figure, comic book, encyclopedia, or graphic novel. It's like a never ending cycle. And this being the 80th anniversary, there is a ton of Wonder Woman merchandise that's out. Well, also, we're also getting a lot of Nubia merchandise as well. So I'm hoping they will have um, some Nubia items, as well as uh, maybe Donna Troy or Cassie information on Wonder Woman, her family, and her allies. So that would be a great items to have at the Art of DC exhibit. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that. Now with me. I love to read. So I've been buying a lot of Wonder Woman books within the last 30 days because there's so many out now. Now there is one that I purchased earlier this year. um, Nubia Real One by L.L. McKinney and Robin Smith. I love Nubia. I love all things Nubia. So I was excited to see her to get a graphic novel. So I went out. Well, I didn't actually go out. I ordered her online. (laughs) It arrived and it was intense. It was very, very intense. I was not expecting this story, how it was written, but it moved me because uh, even though Nubia in this book is a teenager, some of the current issues or events she was going through were things that I faced as a minority and as, some, and as a woman, so I can relate to the issues that Nubia and her friends were going through in this book. So I would highly, if you have not read Nubia Real One, I would highly recommend you go out and purchase it and read it. It's a good story.